0: Realized I uh started that a little early, but it is what it is at this point, right? Welcome back in. You've heard it enough times before. Episode 48 that's our theme music. I just cut off for two seconds, but oh well, welcome on back in. Uh, episode 48 under Around the Wire underway. Uh, welcome in, fellas. Just the three of us tonight, Justin and Chad. It's starting to get cold out there, but how are you guys doing?
1: Hanging in there, Steve. How about you?
0: I'm hanging in there, Chad. How are you doing up there? Doing all right. All right. All right. Everybody's doing all right. Everybody's healthy, right? That's all good. No COVID cases. or no? no, no, no. Okay.
1: Just tested negative today. Did you really? They're doing uh random tests for everybody now. So Just
2: say why Accented did you get tested. I was asking you why did you get tested?
0: But yeah. And for anybody speaking of COVID, anybody at BG who listens, uh, we have about two weeks till you have to turn in your COVID vaccination status. So you might want to chop chop if you haven't been uh double vaxxed yet, double vaxxed. So uh, literally, I think it's the end of the month. So I think today literally is the two-week mark. So you might want to do it right this second. Call Fouts on the phone and get a jab in there real quick. So um, but anyway, uh, let's, that's enough about COVID. Let's get into some sports here today. Um, what a great, uh, well, the weekend got off to a great start. And then, of course, it seems like almost every Sunday, it's just a, a game of what the hell is going to be on the football field for the Cleveland Browns. Sometimes you roll the dice and, you know, it turns out to be a Yahtzee on the field. And then there's some days when uh, it's, you know, is what it is. Um, I'm not going to try and scream this time. I screamed last time they lost. Uh, and I don't think that'd be appropriate of me to scream every time they lose a football game, but we might as well just uh, address the elephant in the room right now, uh, address the fact that the Cleveland Browns, a professional football team, um, lost by 30 eight points, 38 points um, to a rookie quarterback uh, by the name of Mac Jones and the New England Patriots on the road, 45 to seven, um, uh, Justin, it seems like you're a little bit uh, – it seems like you're on edge a little bit. Like you want to wanna let some frustrations out here. So, I, you know what, I last time there was a loss for the Browns, I took the floor. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to let Justin take the floor. Justin, your thoughts on the absolute shit show that was week 10 for the Cleveland Browns?
1: I mean, I'm I'm past the point of, of screaming and yelling. We were just talking about that, but I don't have a whole lot to say about it. We just got – everybody on that field got dominated. Um, the defense didn't look like they wanted to play. Joe Woods was talking the big game all week about how we need to go into press man coverage with our great corners. And then what does he do? Plays prevent on third down. They get, you know, the first seven third downs they they get, third and longs, most of them. Um, honestly, Steve, to tell you the truth, I stopped watching about midway through the third quarter. I was at home, so I, I drove back to Akron at that point. Starting to snow a little bit. I just wanted to get back and uh, didn't feel like watching the rest of the game. So, um What I will say after the game, of course Brown's Twitter is uh, it's a hornet's nest and it, it got going. And you want to know who had the best take this week from Brown's Twitter? It was actually Tony Grossi, believe it or not, on the ESPN Cleveland. He said something that I really agree with. There's people right now. I'm not alleging this on other YouTube, but there's certainly people right now that want to see baker fail because they want to be right about him they don't care about the team winning or losing they don't they don't care if we win or not they just want to be right on their take which is uh, it's that's selfish to me i think and you got to be thinking you know either this is our guy and if so this is the guy we're going to stick behind and i has my full support or else if he's not the guy we're going to go back down into the dumps like we've been for the last 20 years so uh, just keep that in mind when you're when you're seeing these things on Twitter, and you want to make an opinion or something. Like Baker is the best we've gotten in the last twenty years, far and away. And I'm seeing people on Twitter running him out of town for Mitch Trubisky is what I saw today on Twitter. They want just anybody else, and I, I can't I can't tolerate that. I don't know, understand what you think it's going to be better with some of these other guys. We're in we're in a tough spot. Um, we just got, we got to trust the coaches the play calling needs to get better, both sides of the football. Um, but I think we have this some smart enough guys to figure it out personnel wise and coaching. And I don't know. I just, I don't think forcing the the quarterback out the door is going to fix anything, but we'll see what happens. I, I just said, I didn't have a whole lot to say, but I went into a, quite a, a diatribe there. So I'll let you guys talk
0: let me tell you something that was a very intellectual uh little lecture that you that you gave us there uh you're 100 percent right and i think real quick i know i'm glad you you didn't throw me into that group of people who want to see baker fail i don't think i've ever said i want to see baker mayfield fail i just want to see the browns win and part of that means is quarterback play and if baker mayfield can succeed damn it i'm gonna love it and i'll love him even more but you know i'm glad you didn't throw me in that group um Chad, I I, 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 this has become routine. It's almost like our poll question every time. It comes every time we have a show. I ask you, did you watch the Cleveland Browns this week? So, Chad, did you have a chance to sit down, sit back, relax, and watch the Cleveland Browns get their ass kicked?
2: You know, I watched the first quarter. Yeah, the best uh, part of the
0: game.
2: And I believed after that the game was wraps. I, I, I didn't, I didn't continue watching. I was over at my friend's house anyway, and he is a Steelers fan, so. We won- well, which doesn't- Well, well
0: uh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It doesn't sting me as much as you guys because I'm not a Browns fan. But we was watching to get that game mostly, and then I devoted 100 of my time and energy to the best game on Sunday, which we'll get into. I don't
0: know which game you're talking about, but we'll, we'll run through the week. But you'll uh, know,
2: you'll know when we get yeah, there. We'll, yeah.
0: when we get there. We know. Uh, well, okay, now I know. Never mind. Now, now I'm, I'm picking up on it. Okay. Uh, but we'll get to that in a second. Just real quick, uh, some general thoughts. Justin, I actually did. You and I must have like very similar brainwave processes because I also turned off the game mid third quarter um, when it, I think it was like thirty-one to seven. I think that's why I turned it off. It's like okay, this one's over. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, just you know, Nick Nick Chubb is a hell of a football player, and Nick Chubb is one hell of a football player. But I don't think. With all due respect, he makes a 63 point difference um, on the football field. And there's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to say. You know, I, I really don't. You yeah. know, it, it would have been one thing, you know, honestly, if, if it would have been Tom Brady in the New England Patriots being on his 45 7, I'm thinking, uh, you know, okay, you know, the, the, the goat and the goat of coaches and all that kind of stuff. Okay. That's one thing. Matt Jones? Who? Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he, damn it. He looked good. Mac Jones looked good. Uh, props to the Patriots. They did look really good. Anyway, but, man, I just, uh, is Jarvis Landry on the team anymore? I haven't seen Rashard Higgins in a few weeks. Is he still playing? I don't know. Um, Donovan Peoples Jones disappeared. Um, Anthony also, Schwartz is
1: just, he's not NFL ready, apparently. He's just a sure. guy that runs.
0: Uh, and now he has a concussion, um, which, you know, T's and P's. Also, Troy Hill. Hope he's doing well. That was a scary sight there. I saw the, that. I hope he's doing all right. All right. Um, uh, Denzel Ward played. Uh, well, it didn't look like he played at all. Uh, Miles Garrett. Yeah, where were you? You know, $150 million. Are you sure? Uh, I mean, that didn't really show it. And Jadeveon Clowney, I guess, made a play or two. I don't know. Uh, Tommy Togi, I got his ass whipped that entire game. Andrew Billings is out of town, and now we can't even stop a, you know, halfback draw. I don't know, but um, just disappointment indeed. Um, yeah, there's not much to say because there was there's no positives to take away. The positive was their opening drive, and um, I, I mean the punter looked good. Jamie Gillen looked pretty good. Plenty of practice. Plenty, of, plenty of practice. Uh, and he, heck, when he did his job, put it, pinned them inside the five yard line a couple times at the one. What is it, the 99 yard drive? Twice. They did it twice. Twice. Unbelievable. But, you know, uh, at the end of the day, it's just a loss. If they would have lost 45 44, 45 7, either way, it's a loss. Um, chance to try and make up for it next week. Uh, they take on Motor City, Dan Campbell, and the Detroit Lions. And, uh, you know, we'll, uh, See if we can get to six and five and keep our, our hopes alive for a possible wild card spot or something. Or the division, because that division stinks, apparently. I don't know. But, you know, let's might as well just break down the NFL like we always do. As we mentioned, the Browns got their shit kicked in. Uh, 45-7 Thursday night football. Thank you, Miami Dolphins. Shout out Miami Dolphins. To Jacoby Brissett beat the Ravens somehow. I don't know how. Uh By the way, also that right guard, whatever his name is, with the most elegant, play i've ever seen by an offensive lineman Robert, um, is that his name But uh, whatever it is man a 360 in the air uh, it, it was a touchdown it broke the plane just he was an illegal man downfield or something uh illegal touching or something but uh dolphins still pick up the win at home keeping uh the ravens you know from from pulling away uh the dallas cowboys they bust out the watermelons and just said hey we're going to beat the shit out of the falcons this play 43 to 3 um should have put Tony Pollard in the fantasy lineup this week, but obviously that, um, that didn't happen, but the Cowboys with a 40-point win. Uh, the Colts, red hot right now, red hot Colts, 23-17 over the finger blasters. And um, let's take a look at Trevor Lawrence's stats real quick. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. You're telling me the number one pick was only 16-35 to 35 for 162 yards, no touchdowns? or What? What? That's it? He plays on Jacksonville. Uh, well, I don't give a crap when what's that's number one pick. No, Mac Jones should be in Jacksonville maybe right now. They're playing, he'd be um, doing the
1: same exact thing, and Trevor Lawrence would look like rookie of the year in New England. Okay, well, I'm just right. saying,
0: just saying, uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, I mean, John Elway 2.0, not seeing it right now, but anyway, uh, we'll keep going. The Buffalo Bills, um, after a couple of tough weeks, uh, they get a nice win over the New York Jets and Magic Mike White Lightning 45 17 um bills looks good again the shittiest football game of the week the detroit lions and the pittsburgh steelers uh, battle it out to a tie no ben, big ben because of covid so mason rudolph who's probably still suffering effects from that helmet getting bashed into the side of his head um you know he, he didn't do much against the the detroit lions jared goff averaged 1.8 yards per pass um oh, oh, well,
2: me, 4. i will i i do agree with you i do agree with you. that was the ugliest game of NFL oh football God. I've ever watched.
0: Oh, my God. That was – that overtime in particular was just turnover, 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 turnover fumble. What? The, the 48,
2: field goal. The 48-year field goal. Short?
0: Short? You're telling me you couldn't even get it to the bar? A I was going to say, that's right, that
2: was going through my head. I was like, okay, I could see if it was left or right. You know, weather conditions are bad. But the man was short by, like, 10 feet. Steve, the man is, he's like 6'5, 250. He's a big kicker. Oh, and it man.
0: looked
1: like, it looked like he chunked the ball like you do in and golf. It, by, it didn't ground. get
0: deflected. It didn't get tipped. That was literally just his leg power. And it just, I don't know. Uh, and, and also, that guy, I did, I did some research after the game. He never kicked in college. He was a punter. And they had him make, making the field goal kicker for a professional football team.
2: I'm just saying there's got to be other free agent kickers.
0: Oh my God! That Dawson, better, I bet that were better, than him. That, were better than him. that Dawson can make a forty-eight
2: Once again, Detroit though stays getting screwed over.
0: I mean, this, by the way, what's this kicker's name? I'm, I need to find
2: it. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying screwed over as in like referees or like how the game's called. I'm saying screwed over as in like they just, they just screw themselves over. It, this they guy's wouldn't they, would, they, they aren't they're not oh eight. Well, clearly not anymore. They're O eight and one, but. You know what I
0: mean? Last name for this kicker is Santoso. I don't know his first name, but Santoso. Um, he should be out of a job after that that performance. Um, but anywho, let's keep going. Uh, the Tennessee Titans are just red hot right now, even without Derrick Henry. They get a two-point win over the Saints, even though in the Saints with the shittiest two-point conversion call I've seen in a while. Uh, that pissed off Sean Payton, even though it was his own fault for calling it um the Buccaneers are a little ice cold right now and they're not setting sail as, as quickly as they'd like to Washington football team gets a 10-point win Taylor Heineke's revenge game over Tom Brady gets the win at home uh and then uh oh oh he's back he's back De- wait a minute it's a bird what it's a plane what no it's Superman he's back in Carolina baby Cam Newton rides his horse into town in Arizona and gets a 24-point win over the Arizona Cardinals, who were without Kyler Murray. DeAndre Hopkins, Chad, let's just calm down for a second. I know that you're real excited to talk about, Cam, but I know, Chad, this is your moment, your time to shine. You got to see your favorite player back on the football field. Your thoughts on the Panthers?
2: First of all, I love, I love the narrative that, oh, he beat a team without Kyler and DeAndre, like Kyler and DeAndre played on defense. Like, that doesn't affect his play whatsoever. It, it affects the final score, but if we're talking strictly about Cam Newton, it's nothing. But, um, no, it's very refreshing to see him back on the field and, and makes me like football again. And, his, and, his, tr- um, and his
0: original colors, too. The yes.
2: Uh, I, I, next next weekend, he is going to most likely start, and he will be playing against Ron Washington. Rivera and Washington. Um, which will be a very into, highly anticipated game. But um, I saw, I read an article. He he um, boosts price, like ticket sales 41% in Carolina um, just for coming coming back and playing. And, you know, his, uh, you know, there they was talking, I don't watch first take often, but they was talking is the signing of Cam Newton box office or box score, whatever, you know. Which is a, which was a pretty good discussion. Stephen, I said it was box box office, um, but I, I think he's still got enough in the tank where this Carolina team is on the verge of, you know, still being able to make the playoffs. And Sam Darnold wasn't going to get you there. I mean, Terry Bradshaw thought that he that Sam Darnold was the greatest quarterback Carolina's ever seen in their entire franchise um, oh. when they were three and zero, and and look where that went. You, PJ Walker did did well other than fumbling the first snap of the play. Um, but I think t- things will turn around. Uh, if McCaffrey did get hurt, but he, he still played Sunday, um, this is the most amount of weapons he's had in Carolina um, starting next week when he starts. So I'm excited. You know, I'm, I will be watching the rest of the games the rest of the year.
0: And let me tell you something. If the playoffs started today, the Carolina Panthers would be in the playoffs. Facing the Arizona Cardinals in the wild card round. So that's an interesting take. We'll see how the Panthers do. Does that give them some revived energy? You know, they had been on and down in the dumps with Sam Darnold, and now Cam Newton maybe brings that bolt of energy back to the locker room. Uh the Minnesota Vikings uh got a win over the Chargers, who have been kind of like the Browns this season. Very on or very off. Uh, uh, Vikings get a big win, keep them kind of afloat in the wild card race. Philadelphia Eagles beat the shit out of the Broncos 30 to 13. Uh, wasn't even close. Monte Smith looked like a stud out there. Um, and Jalen, oh, you're, you're making a motion for Jalen Hurts there. Jalen Hurts had a nice game. He had a solid game, but, you know, it, it was playing the Broncos. I mean, let's just be honest here. You know, I mean, the Broncos are, you know. The uh, you know, same record as the Browns. Well, is that, that's not saying much, is it, really?
2: Who, who also drilled the Dallas Cowboys to earn first in the division, in their division. Sure. Hey,
0: good point. Hey, good point. Jalen Hurts had a solid game. Good for him. We'll, let's look at the stats here just to be uh, clear. 16 of 23, 178 yards, bare touchdowns and a pick. Uh, and he also added fifty yards, 53 yards rushing on the ground. So a uh, solid day on the road, especially mile high. Uh, the Green Bay Packers shut out the Seattle Seahawks 17 to nothing. Aaron Rodgers showed some rust. No concerns there. Just one of those games getting back into the rhythm of things. Defense stepped up, helped him out. A- A.J. Dillon, by the way, what a beast. Uh, He and Aaron Jones, especially now with Aaron Jones out for a while, a couple weeks at least, uh, it's going to be A.J. Dillon time back there in Green Bay. Uh, The Chiefs, Chiefs regain their form, dominate the Raiders 41-14. Travis Kelsey, looked like Travis Kelsey that we're used to seeing. And then to cap it off, the Odell Beckham debut with the L.A. Rams and, uh, you know, seemingly fitting that the Rams lose by 21 points with Odell Beckham on the team to the 49ers 31-10. So, and with the Bears, Bengals, Giants, and Texans all on by. So, that's it for that week. Uh, any takeaways from the week other than the Browns or Cam Newton?
1: I didn't watch a single minute of football after the Browns game. I watched the Thursday night game. I watched the Browns, and then I stopped watching because I was not happy. And then I watched the first quarter of last night's game. I saw uh, Stafford try to force one to Odell down the field and get picked. Color me shocked. That happens when when you try to do that. So,
0: yeah, and, and, you know, Odell's going to have to play a lot more since Robert Woods tore his ACL uh, in practice on Friday. So it's going to be Odell, Cooper Cup, and uh, Van Jefferson. So um, but maybe they can develop that chemistry, or maybe it's just going to be the Odell effect, right? Right, Chad? Is it the Odell effect real right now? Uh, no. No, no,
2: no. I don't like this hate on Odell. How oh, no. come? i under i understand as browns fans why you don't like him, partly i guess like 50 50 because he didn't really do much um himself, but no well, we're not going to act like this guy's not still a top 15 receiver in the NFL. played like it on a really really good rams team who who yeah rightfully so i mean they they got dominated by san francisco, but uh-huh. um i'm not looking at the rams any differently i i still think they're they're a, they're a quality team. With your boy, Steve.
0: Oh, well, uh, my boy, Matt. Yeah, Matt Stafford's had a couple tough weeks here. You know, it happens, right? Um, no no concerns here. No concerns with Matt Stafford. He'll, he'll regain form. question is, will Odell regain form? I don't know. But uh, I have all faith in the world that Matt Stafford would be just fine. Just a couple tough weeks in a row happens. Tom Brady's gone through a couple tough weeks in a row. No one's calling him out. So let's just bump the brakes on the Matt Stafford aid for all the national media people.
2: Um, first 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 take once again had a dumb a dumb storyline that said who will get a ring first Odell Beckham or Russell Westbrook
0: stupid question what a stupid question
2: <laughs> it goes oh back God. to like uh, I think it was a year ago the whole Charles Barkley thing saying a winning a ring in the NBA is harder than the NFL and I'm like they're two completely different sports where you can't even compare right. you can't they, they're impossible to compare.
0: It's so for that,
2: so for that to be a storyline in the first place, I don't understand how they still get TV time.
0: Okay, well, hey, Charles Barkley is funny though, unlike Stephen A. Smith. So um,
2: I get why I Max Colman left.
0: Uh,
2: agreed. And, and skip. And skip. Yeah, and skip.
0: <laughs> and Jay Crawford. Shout out to Jay, friend of the show.
2: Now Sorry. they have uh, Kendrick Perkins and and Ryan. Um,
0: That's even worse,
2: Ryan. Ryan Owens. Uh, no, no, no. Well, Ryan House is on there. The other Ryan. Clark. Ryan Clark. who well, I do like. I do like Ryan Clark.
0: Kendrick Perkins, though. Man. Once in a while. Once in a great while, he'll say something that is, okay, I can accept that.
2: But most of the, the time. Only, the, okay, the only thing I remember him saying I agree with is when Damian Lillard got married and he said, that's the only ring that matters. And he oh, said, man. and then what do you say after that, Steve? Because it was on know. Twitter. No, it was on Twitter. What do you say after that? I, I don't know. Oh, oh,
0: say- oh yeah. Yeah. Well, what is he? I forget what he said. Carry I, I on. <laughs> yeah, Carry the hell on. All right, Kenny. That's the last thanks.
2: time I agree with him, man.
0: Thanks. Guy stinks his job. Terrible, terrible. Well, anyway, enough of that. So that's it for the NFL. Hopefully the Browns can bounce back. They're playing the winless lions this week. Um, can they get a bounce back win? I don't care how they do it. Just give me a win. Get the bad taste out of the mouth. Keep them afloat. This is the chance to do it. Let's see what happens, right? Because let me tell you something. I, in, in a positive light, despite the fact that they just lost by 38 points, now Jarvis Landry's bitching to reporters in Cleveland that he's not getting the football um, and whatnot. The Browns are only a game and a half out of first place. And they still have to play four more divisional, foot, divisional AFC North opponents. So anything can happen. Justin, any given Sunday, Give, uh, adapt that mentality, Justin. Any given Sunday,
2: bro. He's not in the mood, man. I know he, he's
0: just down. Hey, he's, we're down on the. Dump. He's got.
2: He's got to see it to believe it. He's one of those guys. I, hey, I don't well, blame him. We were we were so low
1: two weeks ago after the Pittsburgh game, right? And I'm like, it, it can't get any worse from here. We have the <laughs> the big win against the Bengals. We're all the way back. Odell's gone. New team. New Baker. All this. Then we get the doors blown off. I'm
2: even lower than I was before. <laughs> but what, listen, I'm not I'm not the type, you guys know me. I'm not the type to come out here and say like, oh, I told you so. But like, this is a moment where I'm going to be like, oh, I told you so. Like, we come off, you know, and oh, wow. We always, the Browns always play great when something bad happens and they get rid of it. So, oh, you get rid of Odell, you know, you're a fresh team. You come in and absolutely kill the Bengals, who, who were number one in the division at the time. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, like we got this, you know, going against the rookie quarterback in New England, you know, okay, we'll, we'll be all right. Well, it's a common theme. Next, next week, next week they'll they'll come back, and and I do think they'll win against Detroit. It's a if common they, theme. If, it's, if they don't, if they don't beat that Detroit Lions team, that
0: with Jared Goff at quarterback, might be time to look at the head coach because there is a problem.
2: I'll give you all passes to change teams if you want, but I know y'all y'all are loyal like that.
0: No, I don't. I can't. That's my team. As much as a pain, as much pain as we've gone through, that's still gonna be my team through thick and thin.
1: Yeah, like I think I I said this briefly, but I think it's gonna hurt even more watching them decline now that like because they were 0 and 16, 1 and 15. And we're like, all right, it it, it literally can't get any can't, worse. Yeah, can't get worse. But yep. but now with there's expectations. We're expecting to win and just watching the decline. Uh, if they, if they do worse, like at the end of this year, going into next year, it's, it's just tough to watch, but I will always be right here watching it.
0: All right, We're going to, we're going to be, we're going to be here for every single moment of glory, just as much as we're going to be here for every minute of the pain and misery. So just stick together, fight through the adversity. To win, please. Okay, enough talk about the Browns because I don't want to cry or anything. Let's talk about another Cleveland team that's actually doing some good things right now, huh? And you two guys got the opportunity to watch it in person on Saturday night when the Cavaliers scored seven points in the first quarter nine, seven or not nine, excuse me, nine points. Garland had seven of them, nine points in the first quarter, down 14 at halftime. Team was down. Struggle offensively. Then they rally together and come back with a game-winning touch, game-winning possession to beat the Boston Celtics. Sorry. Thinking football here. Game winning possession to beat the Boston Celtics. The Cleveland Cavaliers, currently top five seed in the Eastern Conference. Chad, what's going on right now? Why does this gap seem so good?
2: It's chemistry. Um and it really does show now that. Guys are getting injured left and right. We're kinda in the same predicament as we were last year. We started out five and one, I believe, last year. And there were quality wins back to back against Brooklyn, against Philadelphia. And everything fell off the rails after that. Um, guys got hurt and we're kinda in the same position, though I think we have it's funny that I'm gonna say this because Saturday showed and some Sunday. It wasn't terrible, but Saturday definitely showed we have no depth without our guys hurt, with guys hurt. Um at least for that game, our bench played, our bench squad played terrible. Um, But this year it's different just because, you know, you, you have more pieces and more assets. Losing Mobley for two to four weeks is going to be tough. Um, Colin being out, of course, showing Saturday and Sunday, um, our offense kind of runs off him. Uh, Kevin Love and Laurie Markkinen are up in the airs. And I don't know when they're exactly supposed to come back, but, one thing that I can tell you is that this team's got tons of fight in them, um, from the starting possession to the end of the game. Uh, there's weak spots, of course. Um, our wings are weak, you know. Our, our, our small forward position with with Okoro and Akaroa and Asman aren't both of them aren't starters, um, and our guard play when when garland you know Garland's garland garland and he'll get he'll get us buckets but other than that i mean we're weak in a lot of a lot of parts and that's partly due to injuries but that's one thing you got to work around with um yeah it's that's my thoughts they they're they're, they're going to be a playoff team this year um and i'm not you know last week we were uh, we were talking about when is, when is the sample size the, the excuse of the sample size is too small when is that conversation over and i think you know once you're 15 or so games in the season those kind of things start to evaporate and then you actually look at your team um i know what they look like when they're 100% healthy and i clearly know when they look what they look like when they're 50% healthy and i'll take I, in in many games i'll take them to to win in either scenario um but that was justin's first game he told me that he actually watched like all year so as, let, let's let's get them the real, who who people are valuing his opinion the most. Let's, let's see what he has to say.
1: Um, so, yeah, like Chad said, first time watching him this year, and he's, he's exactly right about the fight. Um, they did not shoot the ball well that game. They shot 38% um, by the end of the game, you know, in the 20s for most of the game. And uh, they were down 19 in the third quarter. Uh, we were both looking at each other like, I don't know, this might not be their day, but uh, all of a sudden you get a spark. Ricky Rubio went off in that, the latter part of the third quarter and the fourth quarter. Uh, Jetty came in, had a, had a good fourth quarter. Garland, that was my first time seeing him live. He's a, he's a walking bucket, uh, can create his own shot, can shoot off the dribble. Um, yeah, like a fun, really fun team to watch. Um, didn't give up, and and Chad, you you could say that maybe uh, Jabari Parker probably helped us a lot in that game. Dude was absolute garbage for Boston, getting offensive fouls, turning the ball over. Uh, He was was probably minus 20 or something, right? He He was –
2: they were up six at one point, and he was on the floor, and he had a plus minus of minus 16, which is very, very hard to achieve when you're up, first of all. Um, He was the only guy, though. Like, I looked at Justin – and number 20 came in. I looked at Justin. I'm like, dude, who is that? Cause I do I mean, I watch I mean Boston gets nationally televised games. I watch their first game of the year, but I don't think Parker touched the Florida the first the first game of the year. And it's rightfully so. Um I don't like hating on NBA players. I'm not I'm not really hating on him, but this particular game he was very detrimental to the team. Like there were points in the game where if he was in, that was the main reason Cleveland made the runs to get back into the game. Um, but the guy that absolutely killed us was not Jason Tatum. It was the guy that they, that the coach drew up the play to give him the ball in a game winning spot. And that was Dennis Schroeder who had 20 at half, ended up with like 29, 30 points at the end of the game, um, dogged us, but yeah, I mean, it was a good win. Celtics are struggling. Uh, they didn't have Jalen Brown when we were there Saturday, which was unfortunate, but, um, it's still a really, really good team. Um. Yeah, good experience. Denzel Valentine
1: almost sold the game for us.
2: Denzel Valentine should not get PT either. Um, man is literally yeah, no, no. We're killing for Lamar Stevens to get back healthy because he would be he would be playing those minutes over, over Valentine. But no, second game, second live game I've been to this year, um, and both wins. So maybe I should start going more often. What'd
0: you think of the uniforms and the floor?
2: You know what? They looked
1: better in person is what we both agreed on. I like the logo in the middle, the old school
2: Cavalier. They were they were not bad, and the court
1: was really cool, I thought.
2: But- the picture made the wine color very, very, like, eye-piercing. And that's why I said when I looked at it, I was like, they might give me a headache watching them. But they were more, like, maroon, like a light maroon, and they were nice. Yeah, I agree. I like them.
0: I'm glad. You know, I, I'm rooting for those Cavs. I'm looking forward when I'm home for for a while. I can watch a little bit of of their, their games, especially during Christmas time. Um they should probably play Christmas instead of the damn Lakers. I mean they stink. Lakers stink right now. And Anthony Davis getting thrown out.
2: Well, when you when when people listen to this, they play tonight. Um against another struggling team, Milwaukee. Um and then Phoenix and Dallas play, who Phoenix is on a nine game winning streak. And Dallas, Chris has Porzingis is no longer Tingus Pingus. Um, no nope more. The man is the man's playing like new, back like New York Knicks fashion. Um, and Luca is Luca. So Luka, both really good games, which will be tomorrow, um, Wednesday. But tonight when you hear, it. okay, all
0: right. Well, we'll keep our eye on it. Are, they, are these on uh, TNT or something or ESPN? ESPN. Okay. Well, damn it. Okay. Oh well. I uh, hate. Well, other than Mike Green. I really can't say any ESPN NBA. But um, that's that's different conversation. Um, so all right. So hey, we have one. Hey, sometimes you gotta sacrifice one thing for another. So we sacrifice the Browns for the Cavs, right? Right, Justin. Justin that's a fair trade. Right? Wouldn't make that trade.
2: Definitely nope. not a fair trade. Ten, ten times out of Cal-
1: ten, I would trade the Cavs for the Browns.
2: Well, given the Cavs are in their fifteenth game of the season and. We're midway point. For, you guys are midway point for the Browns. Yeah, that's not a first year.
0: We'll see what it looks like maybe when the Cavs are at halfway point of their season. So anyway, uh, so now we've gone through the NBA. We, we touched on the Browns. And so now we we, uh, we we decided that we're going to do a little segment here. I hope you all prepared yourselves. I sent you guys a message earlier on. It's to go back to the NFL, it's time. Even though we were actually a week late, it's technically not the midseason anymore. But that doesn't matter it's time for around the wires official NFL midseason awards let's do it it's time to play not wait, why am I saying play what what am I doing I don't know what's I don't know what's happening
1: Steve you're not sharing your computer sound
0: so we can I, that's faint. what it, here we there go you now go. see <laughs> now we're getting and I hope you can hear the intro but I'm just having a tough night tonight, okay it's time for Jeff? the NFL midseason awards Okay, we each prepared our thoughts so far on who the MVP is, the coach of the year is. What? Defensive player of the year. What? Offensive player of the year. What? Rookie of the year. What? Most disappointing team. What? And most disappointing player. What? Okay. So we hope you all prepared yourself for this. Chad, I'm looking at you in particular, because Justin actually likes the message that I sent you. I looked at it. So, okay. So, no, I helps. just
2: did like 95% of my research like 15 minutes before the show. So,
0: I don't give a shit when you did the research, as long as you have an answer that we can
2: dive into. I've for for, first, you got to start from bottom up. And In fine. And I was going to anyway,
0: because okay, I think fine. the MVP should be the last thing we do. Okay. So, we're going to start right now. I'm going to start with Chad since I called him out. Chad, right now, as we hit the midseason of the 2021 NFL season, who is the most disappointing player in the NFL,
2: in your opinion? Oh, I read this wrong. I have the team, not the player. Uh, Well, you know, we'll do team first. We'll do the team. Just go to Justin for player. Okay.
0: (laughs) We're really shit in the bed right now as we start this segment. Justin, who is the most disappointing player in the NFL right now, halfway through the season?
1: Sam Darnold. Um, huh. The way he came out strong in the first few weeks and then lost his job through like four picks a game for a few weeks. Uh will never play in the NFL again.
0: <laughs> okay. That's a <laughs> well question with Super Cam, Superman Cam Newton back in Carolina. but well, I mean, He'll be out of time. Uh, okay. Uh, so we have a, a Sam Darnold vote. Chad, who is your disappointing player?
2: I mean, disappointing player. I don't know. I don't like to pick Sam because, like, Sam got hurt. And that's kind of out of his control. Um, Jeez, there's a lot of players in the NFL. There's a lot. Do I dare say it? You can say it. Don't say it. You can say it. I don't know. I I don't know. It actually is a tough question. (laughs) That's why I gave you about eight hours to do your research, but you know. you know, we get one mulligan for this, so this is okay. my mulligan.
0: All right, all right. I'll, I'll just save the listeners for trying to turn off the goddamn podcast right now. I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to reach through the screen right now. <laughs> I'm just trying to say you. it. Again, I want to see the man succeed. But the most disappointing player halfway through the NFL season right now is quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield. The inconsistencies, okay, the ineffective play, some of the bad decisions, I have not been very happy with our starting quarterback this season. Right now he's one of the most disappointing players, and in my opinion, the most.
2: You see, I was going to say that, but then it was going to contradict my point I just made two seconds ago of I didn't want to pick an injured player because Baker is injured. Actually, no, 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 I'm sorry, he's hurt. There is a difference between hurt and injured.
0: My philosophy is if you are playing on the NFL football field, you can suit up and play. Then I'm expecting you to play well.
2: That's why I'm saying there's a difference between hurt and injured. Baker's hurt, Sam Darnold's injured. It's been disappointing. Just I say. don't disagree with you. And I don't know, Justin, you disagree Just with, with him? Are you just the. the you can the pull up all the
0: stats you. you want. We're five and the five. Homer, we the homer in
2: you because stats and just watching him, he, he has been disappointed this year.
0: Disappointing.
2: Compared to last year, yeah. Compared yeah. to the second half
0: of last year.
1: The first half of last year, he wasn't great either. And he turned around and you're he looked telling
0: looked. You're telling me that the man has played one half of a season worth of good football in two years? No.
2: Well, that's in cool. one and a I mean, half years. Yeah, one and a half, not two.
1: I'm saying he's played, so this is his fourth year. He's played two and a half good years of football. Compared to everybody else the Browns have had that's played exactly zero games of good. Football. <laughs> <laughs> well, I,
0: I, I. You just got to put it in up. perspective. Yeah, well.
1: Turn it I, around. Is he more disappointed than Jared Goff and Sam Darnold and some of those? Jared know.
0: Goff plays on the worst football team maybe yeah. ever created. Baker Mayfield is playing for a team that be, should have been going into the year, was projected to go possibly to the Super Bowl. So that's the difference.
1: And what do projections mean until the games are played? Jack.
0: I understand. Right. But as someone who works in media, I can understand that he's not meeting expectations. So, anyway. Now the most disappointing team in the NFL. I'm going to start with Chad here because he said he had a team ready to go. So, Chad, the most disappointing team in the NFL this year
2: is. Oh, I read this. No, I'm kidding. I'm picking your team, man. The Washington football team. Uh, the most uh, disappointing team. You know the team that you picked to win the division. Um. No, I mean, coming into it, everyone thought they were going to win the division. Um, kind of me, not me included. Actually, no, I, I I did believe Dallas was gonna bounce back, but the majority of thought off last year, playoff defense, quarterback was a question mark, but that they were gonna win the division, and they are bottom feeders right now. Uh, they yeah. got a good win, got a good win Sunday. Um, though they are the most, I, in my opinion, the most disappointing. But I I don't know Justin's, but I definitely know yours, Steve's.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, uh, that's interesting. So we'll start with Justin first. Keep the, the listeners waiting on the edge of their seats to hear mine. I guess I don't know. Let's start with Justin. I feel like ours is
1: going to be the same. So yeah. I will I'll say something else. No, I'm going <laughs> to stick with it. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Uh, last year went I think 10 and six. Brian Flores was in conversation for coach of the year. It fits magic closing games. Defense was flying around. Guys, Kyle Van Noy, Xavier Howard was the best corner in the league last year, and then, you know, um, Tua was healthy going into this year. They draft Jalen Waddell. How can this team get it get worse? I thought they were building off of something. Well, they did, and they are, are terrible. They stink this year. So
0: they do stink. Yes, uh, but see, uh, you know, I, Justin, I, we don't have the most the same most disappointing team because actually, and they just this is team that won this week but they've been very disappointing this season. And I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings, you know, Captain Kirk Cousins just ain't getting the job done, pal. He's just not getting the job done at the big big lights, you know, the big time moments. He ain't doing it. Uh, And the talent of riches that they have on the offensive field uh, with, with Dalvin Cook in the backfield. You've got Adam Thielen. you got Justin Jefferson. Um, The defense has Harrison Smith and Everson Griffin and Eric Kendricks. I mean, what else do you need on that team to not be a playoff team? I mean, well, what what else do you need in order to make the playoffs in the NFC? Which really, outside of the big dogs, the top dogs, the top four team, that should be a wild card football team. But they're not because they keep shitting the bed in the fourth quarter. And they can't seem to close out a game. And that's all because really priority number one, Captain Kirk ain't getting the job done. So... Minnesota Vikings are a very disappointing football team, and in my opinion, the most disappointing team in the NFL. Happy I didn't say the Browns.
2: I, Browns were. I'm <laughs> looking were at my there. list right now. You're Browns slash Dolphins was on my. Uh
0: huh. Yeah, the Browns. Yeah, but they were, uh, they the were my.
2: Yeah, they were my two.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. Washington's up there. It'd pained me to, to write them down, but you know, yeah, the Washington's up there. They've been a disappointment. So, and now they lost Chase Young for the season, torn ACL. Right. Now we move on to the rookie of the year in our eyes so far. I'm going to – I'm actually going to start this one. I'm going to start this one because I feel like I'm going – I feel like I've earned that. So, the rookie of the year so far, in my opinion, is Jamar Chase. The dude's a stud, okay? Joe Burrow Jamar Chase just have this incredible connection. Um, even the game that they got the shit kicked in by the Browns, he still found a way to get over 60 yards receiving. receiving. Uh, Jamar Chase, to me, clear cut. Rookie of the Year, and I don't want to have a quarterback every year win it. So I'm going with the with the wide receiver out of LSU. Uh, you give me your Chase. Justin.
1: I've got Mac Jones, the second coming of Brady, as we saw on Sunday. Um, he's in the perfect scheme. Not saying he's a system quarterback or anything, but he's he was put in a good position um, with some decent pieces around him. And he's making the most of it his rookie year. Um, As we saw before the draft, not the strongest arm, but really accurate um, has proven to be. And I think, I know I said he wasn't going to be a great quarterback, I didn't think. But uh, I mean my words right now, he's pretty good, especially on that team.
0: Uh Chad, who's your rookie of the year?
2: Guys are going to hate me. Um, I'm going Nigel Harris. I do believe that he is plainly the best offensive rookie in the league um, you know I'm looking at what the Steelers were looking to be and and it, it could go with the same conversation with the Bengals um, both teams weren't looking to be anything fantastic um, I think the Steelers had a little bit more put put more pressure there was more pressure put on them going into the season you know Big Ben not being a serviceable enough quarterback um, and then the farther you got into the season doubts it with the offensive line um, you have two of your top two wide receivers go out, um, and Najee's stepping up and being their number one offensive priority in my opinion. Um, the guy to get him the yards and, and to get that offense flowing, and is leading them to second in the division, um, winning them games or tying them games. And f- apparently, he didn't know that NFL games could tie. So, um, but I, yeah, I'm going. I'm going Najee. Okay, very good. Do you want to skip the offensive
0: player of the year? No, no, you need it. Okay, then we'll do it. Offensive player of because I didn't know if it want to overlap with MVPs and whatnot, but uh offensive player of the year so far. I'm gonna start with Chad here.
2: Go with Justin then.
0: Okay, we're gonna go with Justin then. Justin, who's the offensive player of the year? Super so Cup. Ooh.
1: Got that electric connection with Stafford, putting up huge numbers. He's been solid the last few years, but took it to another level this year.
0: The star. How about you, Chad?
2: Oh, my fault. Yeah, I got. I was mixing them up. I got Cooper Cup too. Cam Newton. Um, Cam Newton's my MVP spoiler. <laughs> um, no, Cooper Cup's outright been, in my opinion. I mean, being the best, being the offensive player of the year, he's been the best wide receiver in the NFL. Um, going in, getting a new quarterback. I mean, he's he's very very re- much responsible for where the Rams are at right now. Um, His production. So, yeah, I'm going Cup.
0: Yeah, I'm unanimous. Yeah, Cooper Cup. Uh, he's been a star of the season. Uh, I thought about throwing Odell in there, but I decided to go with Cooper Cup. No I'm kidding. Uh, actually, Dull, who's
2: who's trailing him in my list is his teammate, um, Stafford. I have Stafford oh, also oh, as, yeah. as a candidate for Offensive Player of the Year.
0: I'm also going to do, uh, I have another uh, possible one, uh, James Connor. In the Arizona Cardinals. James Conner's been a star this year. He's been an unexpected, uh reliable running back for, for the for Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. He's had a really nice season. I'm gonna give him a shout out. He should be up there more well, more respected in the rankings. Uh defensive player of the year. I think we can all agree. It's 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 one guy, right? I I, I think it's pretty obvious.
2: Yes. Yep. Can we say it? Yeah. On account of three.
0: You... On a count of three. Oh
2: obvious. Okay, ready? It's gonna lag. It's gonna it lag. Is,
0: so... yeah. Well we'll just one, two, three. Trayvon Garrett. Trayvon Diggs. <laughs> we all said three different things. Okay, so it's not that obvious. We all <laughs> just completely screwed up. So Justin, I heard Miles Garrett down there. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. He's up there.
1: Dude's gonna break I, I, the record of sacks in yeah. a season.
0: I'm going with Trayvon Diggs, the most impactful corner in the league right now. Ten interceptions through ten weeks in the NFL. Uh, Chad, who'd you say? TJ It's Watt. funny.
2: No, it's funny because Fine. no no, it's funny. What TJ Watt is my two. Um it's funny though, because I thought all three of you guys were gonna say Miles Garrett. So then I was gonna say TJ Watt. Um but no mine mine legitimate is Miles Garrett. Um sure. I saw set he's averaging one one point three sacks a game. Um, and then he's with that right with that on pace, he could easily break the single season sack record. Um, which if he does Then I should be a lock. Trevon Diggs has been great. He has been. um, But I'm going Garrett. Most dominant.
0: I suppose he'd be better in that run game, but that's beside the point. Um, Anyway, uh, let's get to the coach of the year. And I now, okay. I hope this one is actually obvious. Coach of the year.
2: I don't think it's going to be.
0: I'll start. I'll start. Coach of the year is Mike Rabel in the Tennessee Titans. Got that team rolling. Now without Derrick Henry, they've won three straight. He's got that team rolling. Top seed in the AFC. I'm going Mike Rabel.
2: Justin.
1: Bill Belichick. Brought this team back from you know, they didn't have a very good roster. He's he's a GM and the coach, so he has a little bit of an advantage there with the personnel. But um coaching them into the playoffs, I think, is big.
2: I'm yeah, also I mean, going, I'm also going Mike Rabel. Um, my criteria for coach of the year is, one, you have to be number one in your conference. Or not have to be, but, you know, you're number one in your conference, which he is. And two, you have to face adversity. And there's not much more adversity you had to face than losing the best running back in the NFL for the rest of the year. And still keeping him afloat. Um, Tennessee's vulnerable, just like many teams. But, I mean, he's he's gotten them where they need to be. So I'm going to rebel. Though it feels like I'm disrespecting guys like Belichick, who was in my... F- Four was four. Um, Cliff Kingsbury was my two, and surprisingly, Sean Payton was my three over Bill Belichick. Um, but yeah, good coaches this year.
0: Yeah, and also, I mean, guys, Sean McBay's had a good year. Matt LaFleur every year has a team, even though maybe it's Aaron Rodgers doing all the dirty work for him. But uh, thank you him. <laughs> <laughs> and it, honestly, I, I, it pains me to say it, but every year, Mike Tomlin finds a way to get that team competitive. But maybe he'll do that at USC. No, I'm kidding. Do you see that press conference that you had when that reporter asked him about going to USC? Fantastic answer. Um, don't know what the hell this music is in the background, but I guess we'll keep it on for the MVP in our eyes. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, I, I I, think I might have a player that you guys haven't thought of yet for MVP, but I'm going to let Chad go first. Who's your MVP? Yeah, so
2: let me go first. I'll get my... Non, non important opinion out here, and then we'll let the two football heads discuss. Mine's, I think, no doubt. Mine's Tom Brady. Um, 27 touchdowns, leading the league. Uh, I don't, I don't see, and we don't want to pull the H card. I understand, because uh, that gets pulled enough in NBA with LeBron. Um, though the Buccaneers, I mean, I, I think are still favorites to make it to the Super Bowl this year. Um, you know, and. And say weapons or not you know what he has and what he doesn't but I think overall he's been the best player in the NFL uh so I'm going and the most consistent other than Sunday so I'm going Brady
0: Justin your MVP of the league
2: is Chad you're selling yourself
1: short I fully agree 100% Tom Brady's the MVP thus far
0: wow, wow. well I I, I did so-
2: my Steve may say Kyler
0: no, no, because actually my MVP is not a quarterback. I gotta be that guy that shows love to the non-quarterback guys.
1: Sorry, well you're wrong. He's not gonna win the MVP. <laughs> yeah.
0: well, he may not win the MVP, but he is one. He is right now an MVP based on my how MVP. he is impacting his team's performance on the field. My MVP is Colts running back Jonathan Taylor. The man has over twelve hundred yards. Of scrimmage, uh, of yards, of yards from scrimmage, 10 total touchdowns. He's uh, he is go- he's on pace to finish with over 2,000 yards of scrimmage yards. Uh, the man is can simply do everything. He is the most impactful player, most valuable player to his team in the AFC for sure. Um, no, and to, to I c- me, without him, the Colts would absolutely stink. So I'm going with Jonathan Taylor.
2: I could see that as a legitimate argument. For MVP, but more legitimate argument for offensive rookie of the year, because he or not offensive no, okay. offensive player of the year, because he's got the stats to back him up over Cooper Cup. For one, he doesn't have a good quarterback. For two, no, his team no. is just for team. For two, his team overall is just not better. Um, And you're right; he has carried Indianapolis to a, lot, a majority of their wins. It really, um, it would be cool to see a non-quarterback win MVP, league MVP. Remember that, Um, yeah. but. I don't think it's going to happen. I also don't think – I mean, I personally think Brady should get it, but I don't even see enough, I mean, the league giving it to Brady. I think it's just too much of a given. But I, like I, I got to
0: show some love to him because I think he he's having a fantastic season. So that's what I'm going with. I mean, nothing against Brady. Brady's having a hell of a year at age 44. Doing he's doing is incredible. But um, got to show love to the nine quarterbacks. That's just the kind of guy I am. So got to go with Jonathan Taylor. That's it. Breaking news, Steve hates quarterbacks. That's not true. That's not true. Brady was up there. That's he all I've heard include, this episode. Including, including, including his own,
2: his own Tom Brady.
0: Do, do not do Never not. Hate has he been disappointing? Justin Justin. Has he been disappointing? The whole team has been. Has he has Baker Mayfield been disappointing?
1: Along with the rest of the team,
0: yes. So yes, that's the answer is a yes. Okay. So he's been a disappointment in your eyes. So far. So far, doesn't mean altogether. So but they can turn it around, right? It starts on Sunday. So, okay. Every week, every week, (laughs) every week. All right. Well, this is actually kind of been a shorter episode, but you know what? Sometimes you just run out of juice. There's not nothing else to talk about. Uh, Anything else you want to say at all? I didn't really have a poll question. There really wasn't a really good poll question unless we repeated Um. Something we said two weeks ago, which is the Browns playoff team. Does this guy stay? Do you believe in Baker Mayfield? And then, You know, I mean, we can't repeat that narrative every time. So I couldn't think of one. So any other shout outs, last comments, anything at all?
1: Um, Why is Notre Dame still in the top ten? And why is it when I look on Twitter, it says they have a almost a 50% chance to be in the playoff? I, I don't know. They, they've only That's played true. one good team and they lost. Because they're Notre Dame garbage, most overrated. I'm starting to agree with Steve. I thought they were decent at the beginning of the year, but why are they moving up every week?
0: Well, they moved up because Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, Oklahoma shouldn't have been in it anyway. They're a fraud.
0: Okay. Harsh words there. (laughs) A
1: a team Steve had in his top four. (laughs) You know, know, Spencer Rattler is the most disappointing
2: quarterback this year.
0: That that is a, a true statement. That is a true statement. Chad, any shout outs? Comments, concerns. I'm gonna
2: shout out. You. I'm gonna shout out you, Steve. Well, why you don't shout get, me out? You know we don't. You don't get enough love and attention. Um, <laughs> I get a night, lot of attention. I'm
0: the one that talks all the time.
2: Last night, Steve. Um, if you're not on his Snapchat with his or friends of him on his Snapchat, um, he posted a picture. At is this still Value City?
0: It's Value City Arena at the Jerome Schottenstein Center.
2: Okay, it's a mouthful. He was at the Ohio State basketball game. Um BGSU was playing Ohio State. And he, along with another person, was um well, give me his name. I, I, need, I need to shout out to him Brandon Lowe, BG24's sports director. Both commentated the game. Um and Steve did a wonderful job.
0: I, I appreciate that. Uh you can always tune in next time on the WBGU 88.1 uh bowling green station, official home of Falcon basketball. Um Well, I'll link it. I'll link it in the podcast. Okay, all right. Um yeah. You know, it was a great opportunity. Uh, I got to uh, be on the radio to call an Ohio State men's basketball game. Um, thought I, I I thought I was more confident doing the play-by-play instead of color. I don't just because I don't do a lot of color all the time. Um, but I was honored to do the game. I've always wanted to call an Ohio State game and actually for real, not just bullshitting around. Um, so it was cool. I got a great chance to do it. A great partner and I got to work with, and hopefully I can do it again sometime. So, uh, appreciate you guys listening because um, not many people sure, man. do. So, uh, for
2: sure. Yeah.
0: So, I guess trying to think of any other shout outs. Um, I don't know. Shout out to the Ohio State Buckeyes, got a 28 point win over Purdue. It was a good win. Uh, Garrett Wilson's amazing. If you haven't done that by now. Uh, they have a big game here on Saturday, hosting Michigan State. Um, Battle for the Heisman. Kenneth Walker versus which one?
2: Stroud. CJ Stroud. He's now the favorite. Really? Yep. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Heisman. He's,
0: he's good, man. He's very he good. Is. And then we all and we say those guys. You, we still got Mister Smooth Olave. Yeah, Mister Olave. Travion Henderson. He's a true freshman, and he already looks like freaking Eddie George out there. Um Jay, Mayan Jay Williams, Mayan Williams has a nice, you know, second punch. Master Teague, when he's active, can I guess hold a football? I don't know. Um, defense still stinks, kind of. Right, there's no pass rush, uh, so that's a concern. Um Two corners are pretty good. Yeah, they're Burke, all right. Burke and Cam Brown, right. they're pretty good. They let Purdue pick them apart, though, in obvious passing downs.
1: They got that Bell dude that. Does that to everybody. Well,
0: we're Ohio State. We're not everybody else. Okay. So, but you know, we we can make some adjustments. Host the Spartans this week, and then next week, uh, we'll we'll go to Ann Arbor and hopefully sadden Harbaugh again. So, um, if we don't, I'm going to say this now. If we don't have an episode next week because things could be busy, have a great Thanksgiving. This is just a disclaimer if we don't have one. Have a great Thanksgiving. Uh Black Friday shopping. I don't know if you guys are going to do any of that, even though there's nothing in the store to buy. Uh, because the supply chain's broken. Because once All again, right. <laughs> uh, see, that's a <laughs> no, great no. lead into like my, my last again, <laughs> which is the supply chain's broken on Black Friday. And that's because we have no one working. And that's because everyone wants to sit at home and collect their unemployment checks and uh, you know, not have to work or anything and screw over this economy. So um, you know. Let's uh, if you want to get your uh, Christmas presents on Black Friday from Best Buy and Walmart, well, damn it, you might want to go off your ass and get a job, because uh, otherwise, that ain't gonna be happening, sweetheart. So, uh, might want to get on that real quick, and uh, maybe we can get this economy back up and roll.
2: Uh, I saw a thing on Twitter real quick. It said Florida Governor whatever um, realizes that adding incentive to work actually boosts unemployment numbers, and they're like, "Oh, really?" You just now figured that out. Yep. Um, and that's what companies and, and stores and places are doing now. I mean, you're all, they're offering really good wages um, sure. for that, that, that look appealing to us. You know, I could see people that are trying to support a family, $15 an hour is not going to cut it. And I understand that 100%. Um, though there are, like, like Steve's been saying for the past two months, there's opportunities out there.
0: And I'm not, I, I'm, I say it in a joking manner on being serious we need people to work it's so broken the supply chain please people people who need a job just go work it can be temporary until we get things going again then we can get back to to more of a unemployment (laughs) i don't know but just please people get to work so what
1: i've gotten from this episode steve you want you want Baker Mayfield to quit and go work at Amazon
0: so you can get your Christmas packages? I will say I ordered a, a, a something in the mail and it showed up three days before uh, it was supposed to be here. So somehow. So what are you FedEx, gonna say? What are you gonna say? FedEx is doing their job.
2: No, that's bull. Sorry, UPS.
0: Well, no, I ordered FedEx. FedEx.
2: Is, you know, FedEx is just you know I could go on a t- I can go on a fifteen minute tangent about FedEx, but I'm not going to. FedEx, no. they just throw
1: your stuff in the, in the creek
2: <laughs> by your house. They lose it in the ocean, like on the well, plane. Like they just like drop the cargo. FedEx,
1: my my sister's degree, her like degree from Akron, it got thrown in my neighbor's yard. So, <laughs> <laughs> all time bad is, experience. Fed, with FedEx. FedEx is
2: is 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 terrible. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Well. Anybody here is listening, and uh, you have a someone you know, or maybe you yourself works for FedEx.
2: Uh, sorry, um, you stink, yeah, bro. They they, they they just working. If if the CEO of FedEx is listening to us, then he can take offense to this.
1: <laughs> By the way, CEO of FedEx, don't fact check me.
2: I'm pretty sure it's
1: Arthur Smith. His dad, the coach of the Falcons, his dad owns FedEx.
2: Oh,
0: pretty sure. Fitting.
2: So that's they both the, suck. That's well, the and actually, and suck. and
0: FedEx is it still FedEx Field, home of the Washington football team? Is that whole I franchise? Thought they, I
2: thought they pulled because
0: yeah, I think so. That well, that's one smart move they made. But they used to sponsor a team that's been doing a lot of shady things.
2: They pulled when Washington changed their name, which makes no sense. So, the, technically speaking, I, I don't want to well, bash on. FedEx. That's maybe
0: I, I don't believe that. I think because then all those reports with Dan Snyder, and now there's that
2: training. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like on the surface level, if you don't dig deep into it, FedEx supports Redskins. The Redskins. In conclusion, now never mind. Just end it.
1: Um, also, one last thing. Shout out to the U.S. Men's National Team beat Mexico for the third time this year, two to nothing. Big game that was down in Cincinnati. Um, crowd was wild. Awesome game to watch. Polisic, the, the young captain, came back from an injury, got subbed on in the 75th minute, immediately scored. Um, and then we scored again, held on. Um, I think we, the boys down there are ready to roll for the World Cup. We need more soccer talk. We really do. I know a guy. Uh,
0: yeah. I know. I know a lot of guys. Who all play of soccer. us know a guy. We all know a guy.
1: It's a mutual friend. It's, a, it's a, a mutual Bowling Green Falcon.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's been on the
1: show before. Just talked to him the other day. Oh. Played soccer with him. Get his
2: friend on, too, Justin.
0: Yeah, I mean, soccer, especially during, like you said, like the men's national team, when they're playing, we should give them some more love. Same thing with hockey. You don't do enough hockey, though. Man, give them some love. Give them some love. So. All right, that's it. Oh, no, it's not. One more thing. See us. Well, you can't. I can't. A it's, a, it's a, a video But for you Justin and Chad, do you see this? See what yes. I'm doing here? See what I'm doing here? This mask is on. You need a bigger I mean,
1: one.
0: I'm inside. Get this shit out. Get that shit off. You're inside. Wait, no. No. no it, it, I'm it. Myself. <laughs> <laughs> myself. End
2: it. End the show, man.
0: It's over. It's been a train wreck. I'm sorry. It's been a bad day as a host. Okay. Long day. Mine's you Dr. Joe game. Rogan, might be. I don't know. Anyway, that's it for the episode. Wear a mouse. Steve, Steve got that orders. red
2: eye from the flight to OSU.
0: <laughs> I just not not processing well today. All right, we'll see y'all next time. Thanks for listening. Check out our previous episodes: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other pod, podcast platforms. For uh, Justin, Chad, myself, Steve, we will see y'all next time. Stay safe. God bless. Peace out.